What is going on, everybody? This is Candler English here with Training Ground Garage Talks. This is a space where we have open discussions about what it means to be a Christ-centered man in today's world. And we're so pumped to have you here with us. Let's dive in. going on guys it's uh candler here i'm uh currently uh sitting here with mr Corey smith and mr lee hollis what's going on how you doing hey how you good to see you (laughs) forget about it forget about it um yeah so we are here today um to kind of dive into a few things um this is specifically we're um kind of wanted to open up with just talking about the idea of uh, brotherhood um, and what, uh, you know, in the, in, in the context of training ground, um, what that can look like and what that's looked like for all of us, even in our personal lives, um, before kind of stepping into this kind of community. Um, but yeah, I'll just kick us off. Um, I had a question for you, Mr. Smith. Um, yes, sir. I don't know. I I mean, you've been around the block a few more times than I have. I'm sure we would might have <laughs> similar answers to this question, but I um, I think brotherhood can look very different for a lot of very different people. Um, and I I wanted to ask you, um, what role do you think brotherhood has in culture? Um, in the culture today, but also what potentially it could look like. Sure, I, I think it's um, you know, as we're kind of kind of setting up a little bit of these topics in terms of kind of really kind of getting at the guts of what grows a man mm. or what grows a young man. And obviously brotherhood, um, we feel like is a really big part of that. And obviously it's an intentional piece of what we do with training ground. Mm. Um, and even in my own personal story, I'm kind of spoiled in a lot of sense um, where, you know, I kind of grew up with two brothers by blood that I'm still close with. And then even in the community that I grew up with in high school, um, you know, back in Virginia, we're, we're very close and even now have close friends, you know, um, that are around me here in the local area, Lee being one of them. And um, I think what's, and the reason we kind of wanted to bring this up as kind of something to really chew on um, and even kind of a challenge was that brothers play such an essential role mm. in who we are as men. Mm. I mean, I think even more now than even you know, a bunches of years ago was the idea that, um, right now we probably use the language for brothers, um, that aren't actually blood relatives more Mm. now than we ever have. Yeah. And so some of those are even kind of like, you look at times of adversity, whether it's, you know, the depression or world war two or Vietnam, and you see guys that are going off to war and they come back that they're like closer than family. And I think we're in those seasons now where, you know, sometimes in our families, we are actual blood brothers. It's there's so much dysfunction that we actually look for family outside of our family, mm-hmm. and that those those relationships actually translate to actual brotherhood. Like we actually look at our friends that are equals as true brothers. Yeah, you know, and and um, you know, uh, I, I think probably now more than ever, um, that feels like such an essential part and. And even in some ways, like, you know, and I'd love to hear from you guys, too, is like, what role 
do brothers play in our growth and development? Yeah. You know, and even in the sense of like, why are equals important, you know, in our journey as men? Mm. You know, obviously we're going to talk later about fathers and that's a different context. And, um, but right now, as we, you know, for us, we, you know, Kaylin, and I would love to hear your story of, you know, we throw guys on the same house and they learn how to <laughs> live together and eat together and pray together and cry together and fight together. And that's all an intentional piece of the program because we believe brotherhood is that important. Yeah. And so maybe a couple personal stories. I would, I mean. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. interesting. I think we all have different brother situations. Like you grew up with just the sister, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I grew up with two half brothers and then six half brothers I've never met. Right. And you grew up with... Uh, your twin brothers, yeah, right? Yeah, my brothers, yeah. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's unique. We all right, right. have a very different thing. I know for me, like, I, I think of the scripture, and this might help set some other stuff up, but like the, the, the scripture in, in, in Psalms, it says, uh, a friend loves at all time, but a brother is born for adversity. Mm, completely. You know, yeah. I, I always used to think of that differently because I'm like, you know, I've had lots of fights with my brother. Yeah. There's a lot of adversity, you know, there. There, yeah. But, but the New Living Translation uh, says something very different. Uh, it, it says, um, a friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need. Mm. Which is completely different. Oh, yeah. You know, you're not that, fighting with them; they're fighting with you. They're fighting for you. Yeah, completely. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> how's that for an introduction? Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Like, I mean, I, I think we could all talk about how our brothers have have been there for us in a time mm. of need. Yeah, completely. Well, yeah. I mean, even in the program, I mean, kind of back to a little bit to what uh, you mentioned, Corey. Um, yeah, it was a very big shift being thrown in a room living with you know four guys in one room and then two guys in another room and um being on a bunk bed that I'd you know feel every move the dude under me like even in my sleep I I knew somebody was there um you know which growing up for me um my sister was three years older than me so she was I mean and we'd we're, we're friends now, but not so much when we were kids. So, so I really, in a lot of ways felt like an only child. Um, so I, I, you know, I hear horror stories about siblings and stuff. So I think I dodged a lot of that. Um, maybe some of the bad, but really I dodged so much of the richness and the fullness of what it truly means to be in a family. Um, and I, I think the biggest thing that I found, um, in the good and the bad in the program um, in different moments, um, you know, with these guys, with my brothers, is that um, there is such a fullness that comes um, in family. Um, and I don't, you know, like we were talking about, I don't think family has to be blood, per se. Um, and that's really what I found with these guys. I mean, yeah, they freaking drive me off the wall sometimes. And, you know, you know, I go, they draw the line sometimes if I've stepped over and, and vice versa. But, um but really through it all, through that adversity, like you were talking about, um, coming up against stuff, there was just such a camaraderie that I, it almost felt like fantasy. I was like, this, this only happens in the movies. Like when you're down and somebody comes up, like I've only seen that in (laughs) Marvel movies or something, you know? Um, so to see that play out, I was like, it just struck me. I was like, wow. Um, 
this is real and this is sustainable. Um, because when the going got tough, you know, I'd run to my room alone. That was, that was my coping mechanism, but to have dudes come alongside me and even call me out on my crap. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, you're doing this not because you hate me, but because you actually love me Mm -hmm. and you respect me. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it's, it, it was such a big shift, um, in my paradigm, um, that now I'm even, I'm even able through that experience to be able to step out at work and even, you know, step alongside guys, almost seeing them as my brothers, even if, you know, we're not as close as, um, my fellow alumni and training ground. But, um, but yeah, it, 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 it's, it's been able to not only feed my experience there, but I've been able to walk outside of the four walls of TG, um, into the real world and be able to kind of emulate that. So, um, yeah, it's been a blessing. Um, yeah, but even, you know, and, and this kind of comes to mind too, even in a family dynamic, it's given me so much clearer vision of one day when I do get married, um, that that's, I'm like, wow, this, this is possible and this is real and it's good. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's an exciting kind of, structure to be in even even if for only 12 weeks i think the the, when you're talking about structure i think about brotherhood Mm. or even just the structure of brotherhood Mm -hmm. um mostly probably relationally in the sense that um you know i i think you know even growing up with my brothers i i'm reminded of this scene in river runs through it where the two brothers you know, break out into a full fist fight in the kitchen, you're right. <laughs> but then the next moment they're out fishing side by side. And yeah. I think the ability of brothers to, um, there is a place that we test our strength mm-hmm. against. And it, and when we certainly are, as humans are competitive um, by nature. Um, and, you know, you can even think about kind of, you know, we talked about brothers gone wrong. Even with Cain and Abel, there's this place of jealousy and, you know, this brother's getting this blessing that I thought, you know, the prodigal son, you know, in Luke where... You know, what about my older brother? What about my younger brother? There's always this kind of comparative situation. And I think that's probably where it kind of goes a little off the rails. But I I think there's also another route. And I think Mm. it's probably what you experienced a little bit this past summer was the idea of like, what if God uses the context of brotherhood to grow us just in confidence? Like I wrote down even here, like brothers ground us. Yeah. You know, like when I know, even when I see... You know, Lee talked to his brothers, Mark and Steve, and all of those brothers, but mostly Mark and Steve, that's like, man, those are relationships that draw you back to to the realization of who you are. Mm -hmm. It's almost kind of like when you walk into a room, you kind of see all of this furniture that kind of allows you to figure out where you actually stand. Mm -hmm. But I think brothers also bring the context to say, this is where I stand relationally. This is who I am as a man. You know, they they, they are there to remind you of who you are you know, hopefully, right, in a healthy situation is they are reminders of who God has made you, you know, and because that kind of gives you those barriers to go, gosh, man, who am I? Oh, oh, I'm this because I'm in these relationships. Mm, Completely. And so, I mean, I I think the idea, I mean, I think the comparison thing needs to be engaged for sure. Yeah. Because it can go sideways, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're, who makes more money? I don't know. Who lives in a bigger house? Who has a prettier wife? Who has a driver? Who has a better car? Who has more impact, even if you're talking about that, or more influence or more power, you know, once you start going into those realms, it gets a little dodgy, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I think 
there, there is a place for healthy brotherhood where we have the ability to cheer each other on mm-hmm. and not almost kind of worry about our own um, our own provision, but we get a chance to go, oh my gosh, I love cheering on Lee or Candler or Jeff or anyone to say, yes, there's so much blessing out there. Like, get it, mm-hmm. succeed. What, how can I fight for you? You know, how yeah. can I fight for your marriage? Like, I think of even the, some of the guys that I have back in Loudoun, back in Virginia, like we, we still are on the phone or we're still on email or on text where it's still, we're all raising families and paying bills. Yeah. But certainly there's no doubt in my mind that any of those guys would have my back at any moment. Yeah. And, and, and I think the ability to have that community around you to go, oh, if I fail, I'm still caught, allows you to risk even more. Right, because you have that safety net of brotherhood. Yeah. But. Well, yeah, I, I think that's an important distinction to make. And and, and that's been the biggest um, identifier, I think, is the of a brother um, and of these guys we're in the program with. It's like even fishing. Like, man, like we were catching chubs, like, and just, I was so pissed. I was just like, bro, when am I going to get a trout? When am I going to get a trout? Um, but... Again, even in that moment, I was able, well, it was a choice for sure, but I had the, it's a gift really to be able to humble humble, humble yourself and be able to say, oh my gosh, dude, freaking David just caught a 22 incher and just ripped it out of the water and like, and to be there because it isn't just his win, it's all of our, because we're in there together, right? Um, So being able to arrive with your brothers at that place is almost, it's almost better than when everyone else is cheering you on because in a sense, it, it gives you a sense of purpose, um, of like, okay, this is my brother. I'm going to be here for him. This is the kind of man that I am. It shows you and them who you are and who they are to you. Um, and, and two, of course, you know, it feels great when I'm ripping that fatty out of the water and everybody comes up, bro, look at that, it's so That good. reminds me, was it two summers ago, Corey, you'll have some of the details, there was one guy that <laughs> had not caught a fish, like he'd get a fish online, he'd jump off, yeah. and we're on this bend on the Pecos River in New Mexico, and he gets a fish on, and like there were six dudes in the water, <laughs> oh, yeah. like two of them had nets, and one yeah. guy was like up to his waist in yeah. the water, and... The fish is going under the bridge, and I was like, no, you know. <laughs> but finally, finally, one of the guys nets the fish, and, like, everybody was just like, yay, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was the, you know, this idea of the collective win, like you said, Candler, like, mm. there's guys on the shore, and there's guys on the bridge. And, it, and even, like, as he's fighting the fish, more people come, and it's, mm. you know, this huge event. And, um, right, it is a shared win. Yeah. And I think that's important too because, you know, even as we kind of risk in life, you know, our need for shared adventure and even like more adventures feed the relationship. They mm. feed the connection, right? Completely. Like my guys in Loudoun, like I can't tell you how many NASCAR events we went to. I can't tell you how many times we fished in the Outer Banks. I can't tell you how many road trips we went on. But each one of those events built back into those relationships. Mm. And, I, I, you know, the, the thing that kind of really really clicks with me is this idea um and and it is training ground but it's also you know i think the kingdom in general i think it's god's heart is the idea that he restores family the Mm. idea of family Mm. and so that 
in that that flavor, in that voice of going, um, you know, like even with you, you didn't grow up with blood brothers, but you came to TG and you you had a brotherhood experience. Mm. And even for that, that restores that place in you, you know, and it is sharing meals. And it is, you know, taking somebody's clothes out of the washer and putting them in the dryer. It is getting <laughs> pissed off because they didn't clean their dishes in the sink. But the our hearts long for family. Yeah. And so that place of brotherhood unlocks an actual kingdom principle mm-hmm. that God is after in our own hearts. Mm. You know, Lee's got a great story that eventually we'll hear about the redemption of his family, you know, mm. and the idea of you, you know, Kaylor, of, of this, uh, you know, gathering families in TG. And even for me that like, I have two blood brothers, but I also have all these other brothers that like I've needed for my own journey and my own walk with God, that the idea that we're restoring family. And we'll talk a little bit about that too, you know, in the next episode about fatherhood and why that's important because that plays a piece as well. But still it's that idea that the kingdom principle of restoring families feels so strong and so supernatural. It's super fun, uh, you know, to watch the brotherhood of the alumni of training ground, um, just because like they may not have even been through the same summer, but their shared experiences, shared teachers, shared fishing locations and that all these things that they share. And in, in a matter of, matter of a couple of minutes, like some alumni get together and it's like, they've known each other for, for their whole life. Oh yeah. And it's a space where it's fun to watch alumni take like this deep breath Mm. You know, because they're just like, I can be myself. Mm. I know that's true for me. Like when I get together with my, my, my brothers or guys that are like my brother, it's, it's a space where for me, I can just be, Yeah. you know, and I don't have to do anything. I don't have to perform. I don't have to be anybody. I can just be, I can be their brother and that's good enough. Yeah, completely. Well, yeah, I mean, I even, I mean, you know, y'all told us that in the, uh, <laughs> in the start of the program of just that shared experience being so strong. But yeah. even in the Tetons celebrating 15 years, we had alumni from all over the it's world true. coming in. Um, and yeah, man, we were just cutting up and playing poker and smoking cigars. And I literally like, there were a few connections where I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> like I feel I like, like I've known, known you. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Completely. So well, I've just been through th- three or four different alumni weddings and, mm. We have alumni in each other's weddings. Yeah, right. You know, and I've heard stories of them being at, in the hospital when the babies are born, or mm-hmm. you know, helping them move into their new house. And it's it's something that goes well beyond um, this time. Completely. Yeah. But yeah. It, it feeds you know into so so much of our lives, and it's yeah. It's I know we've said this a lot, but TG is only the start. Um, it's the starting point. So. Um, so yeah, we're just going to wrap up here. Um, that was a great conversation on brotherhood and, um, yeah, thanks again, Lee and Corey for, thanks for having us. Yeah. Sharing y'all's wisdom and oh yeah. So this is Candler English. Um, yeah, we've got more to come, so stay tuned and we'll come back right at you. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for TG Garage Talks. We are currently accepting applications for Training Ground Colorado 2022 and Training Ground Chattanooga 2022. Now guys, I cannot begin to tell you how life-changing Training Ground has been for me. So if anything we've talked about in this episode or in other episodes have stirred anything in your heart, um, please, man, look into coming out with us. It's going to be a blast and we can't wait to have you. You can find us at 
www.trainingground.com and you can also find us on Instagram at Training Ground Colorado as well as Training Ground Chattanooga. Well, until next time, guys, this has been Candler English with Training Ground Garage Talks. See you soon.